sitting posture here. Mm. I like to sit in right. posture when I do this with you. The eight-point posture of podcasting. Uh, actually, quite all the point, yep. It's an ancient lineage. Uh-huh. How do you? Um, I went to a. <laughs> I don't want to call anyone out. I went to a Zen center uh, recently. Um, just whatever, as as a lark. They're not my people per se, but they're not not my people. We're all my people, and none of us are. And um, I went so to. <laughs> yeah. And I uh, yeah I took some flack for sitting with the. An adapted, I have this like kind of adapted chin mudra thing, you know, the, I don't know what we call that, the, the, we call that, maybe we call that like the AOK symbol in traditional Western um, mudra, <laughs> right? Description, the like, yeah, the like, AOK, but just turned down, you know, not, not uh-huh. into the space. <laughs> yeah, the, the perfecto symbol. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I resisted doing a, a faux and Ital- Italian accent there. Um, so, you know, well to done, honor man. your people. And yeah. um, it would have honored me more if you had done an Italian accent. That's, that's, <laughs> no. fine, but that's just me. Yeah, it would have come out like uh, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, it's uh, before your, uh, after your time. That was to the left of your time. I know you don't have video games. But. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, he just, I really got called, you know, I could, I can sit for, you know, relatively extended periods of time, you know, nothing heroic, but he was like, yeah, we don't sit like that. And I'm like, I, yeah, I know. I am roughly aware of how Buddhists sit and that just works for me. I didn't say this to him. Um, and, um, I have this, I don't know. It's hard to describe. Okay. So like, do like your chin mudra. Okay, like on your knee. I don't know where your okay. knee is right now, but I'm guessing. Okay, it's I'm doing it, it on both right knees since we've yeah. been talking so about then it. Take your pointer finger and roll it in a little more past the thumb so that the thumb kind of locks it in. Yep. Um, and that's kind of been my whatever. That's how I sat for a bunch of years because it just felt snug. Yeah, and then you're not um, pressing the index finger into the pad of the thumb not. and having to be aware of that. And then it's just held and it can let go within that bent right. position, the two index fingers. That's lovely. That's exactly. a nice refinement. Thank you. <laughs> hey, no, suit yourself. I mean, it's not, I'm also, well, you know, I have not just suited myself and it suits me touching. very nicely. Thank you. You look and you look <laughs> and it looks good. Um, well, that's, <laughs> the, that's the bait. We're going for the effect. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, you know, look, there's some meridians I'm clearly not touching. It seems like. You know, on the tip, but I get, you know, you know about me, my hands shake and there are any number of reasons why this is so, but, um, what do you call, I don't know what you call, you know, like that, the classic Buddhist mudra where you have, you know, palm in the palm and then you have the thumbs are supposed to meet or just barely meet, but not really. Can you imagine what that would do to Ben Kramer's nervous system? I mean, I just like, I'm like a volcano spitting fire. Um, it doesn't, I, I just twitch, I just twitch and twitch. Right, right, um, right. It's not right. useful to me. And even chin mudra, it's a little bit like just trying to put my pointer finger and thumb neatly together. They just wiggle, 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 wiggle. I often simply lay my, my palms uh, open and natural the way in the shape actually that my hand takes upon the keyboard. Mm-hmm. So, and mm-hmm. what I do is I lay my, my both my hands flat upon my knees and kind of press the base of my fingers uh, in and then let the whole kind of like an intentional press and then I let off and relax the shoulders and the arms find there um, in, you know and the, the the fingers are equidistant apart and then it finds it's natural um, because I found even I found with all the ways I tried chin mudra that it was um, always slightly yeah. distracting so I just have this yeah full full the hand is just down neutrally and it's it's in a sort of cat paw shape the way you would have it when you sit at the <laughs> piano uh-huh, like a like this. a cursed monkey paw uh, yeah a blessed monkey paw <laughs> uh, better better yeah that's better, better. better like your way better yeah, yeah. okay uh cool yeah no i could work with that i think that's great um you know right what what 
I found compelling that I was taught is that you should, should that, yeah, you should have a posture that allows you to forget about your body. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so, and, you know, because I, or a uh, posture you know, that allows one to feel relaxed within the body that one might forget about the body, which is probably what you, cause there's a way in which yeah. we can't forget about it unless we attend carefully to it. So there's a way in which, but I, I know that's implied with what you're, the forgetfulness yeah. is based on having paid attention and then said goodbye. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good commentary. If someone came to you and they were like, I'm trying to forget about my body, but I can't do it. But, you know, then yeah. Yeah. Then you tell them how to take care of their body so they can forget about it. Set it. So like, like a, like a, like a, maybe start a yoga center or something. I don't know. You know, maybe, so that you can forget maybe. about your body when you meditate, maybe something like that. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, also I sit in, uh, whatever. Cause I'm a weirdo. Uh, and I sit in full Lotus just cause no reason, you know? And it's so, it's almost in, like, it's cool that I can do it, but it's almost like, uh, embarrassing. Cause it's like, so over the top and unnecessary. There's no reason to sit in full Lotus except that I could do it as a small child. And so I can do it cause I can do it. Well, I am the same way. So I sit in full Lotus really? and no yes. shit. Yes, I, so I'm, I'm, in, that's funny. Yeah, don't tell so, anybody. But it, and, and it's terrible. And you don't that want to it, encourage people to do it, right? But it just, well, if no, it works for uh, you, it works for you. For, yeah, that's the main thing. And it, it, and, and <laughs> yeah, actually, right. it, it makes a big difference for me because it, it, it allows me to contact uh, the lower lumbar and behind the second yeah, chakra or chakras, depending on our systems being used. But it, it allows this. And then I can actually just forget I can more easily forget or get into the body if I'm doing a body meditation because of course some meditations do use the body as its point of reference which I have to do a lot of because of um, different pranic blockages in my in my being so I try to use those blockages as as springboards into meditation itself so so just just to keep on the 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 forget about the body thing just to continue I think that's partly how that like locked in chin mudra works for me (laughs) exactly yeah well because it's like you know the legs are you know in full lotus like you're locked in it's like lock this up lock this up you know it's like I'm fastening myself down big time ratcheted (laughs) you know yeah right there's there's a connection with the floor and with the ground that just and so but it does seem over the top when you're in western circles in in india probably it wouldn't quite seem so over the top i don't know it might uh, still i think but it might still like or that there's some ostentation but you if you watch ben kramer get into the pose one which i've seen you do thoughtlessly just like boom boom I, I know exactly how you do it. And then you're talking and you're leaning to the left and you're leaning to the right and you're just corkscrewed to the ground as you're, as you're teaching mm-hmm. Dharma. So I've seen this happen. And if you notice that first movement, you know, oh, this brother does this when he's alone with people. This is just how he freaking sits on the ground. You wouldn't be like, hmm, this is a, this is a yogi that, that seems to be ostentatious and is trying to. I know, I know. No, I, I just like sitting it. this I, way. I That's all. It without warning people and like, you know, well, and then you stumble over yourself when you do that, right? It's like, right, I know, but at the same possibly. time, I don't want people to feel like it's important to do that. Oh, um, you do have to say, oh, right, 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 a yoga to, to do that. That's what's tricky, you know, is like yeah. it is at the same time, like it is, you know, whatever. We all have our weird, like, I don't know, um, I, 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 you know, special spiritual attributes or something, you know, everyone's got their weird mood. Like I, I noticed teaching yoga and people say like, Oh, I'm not flexible. I can't do this. I can't do that. But you see enough bodies and it's like, you like everyone, like you don't know, like I'll teach you, you'll come to class sometime. I'll teach you yoga. You don't know, but you have some freak moves that you can do that, that other people can't do for some reason. And there are some things that you won't be able to do that everyone can do. And what's the matter with you? And like, we all have both of those, you know, That's right. Uh, but use, That's right. use them. It's cool. You know, like use your weird freakish special prowess. It's, you know, and, and um, then moving on in, sorry. No. Yeah. And then moving on to moving on in one's, one's yoga career as one gets yeah. older, uh, yeah. staying very, very, um, very, um, religiously away from that, which has come easy, whether it's Bada Konasana or, 
Adra, Padra, you know, Pashtimotana, whatever, whatever the four, you know, half the, whatever the thing is like, and then doing, oh, for me, you know, Virasana and, and, you know, the hero's pose sitting between us always been impossible. Started with eight cushions when I was 25 uh, uh. at Jiva Mukti and got down to one cushion and recently was able to sit on the ground and trying to work on the postures that are going to not lead for me to hip surgery by doing too much turnout because turnout is how I was in the womb potentially, or it's just how I'm genetically. So yoga for me is often, yes, initially to fall in love with the practice, lean into those places that where you do have some quote unquote superpowers or some kind of unusual, but then very religiously, we have to learn to hold to the difficult in yoga and back off, but not for me, difficult could also, when an area is difficult and you want to go to a pose that one can't do, that pose can be undertaken prematurely. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, so and, that's and so like I don't I, mean to imply I'm just going to do it's really important to, <sighs> to, to, you know, let you know, let yourself do a bunch of the thing that you happen to like. That's know? right. That's I mean, it's, that, it's it's great. Great. yes. Until, yeah. until, until you don't do that, potentially. Until, until you don't delight does, in it. Until you don't delight in it because it's no longer the purpose of your yoga. It's, it's, What's it, not there's the purpose some, of your yoga? Delight? No, uh, to, de, to, to delight. The delight for me doesn't now come in the ability to do the posture. The delight in yoga for me comes from doing the postures that I don't delight in. And oh, but didn't I also, as, I don't mean like I don't. Which mean is just such a wonderful breakthrough. Posture, that it, but it's not no, what I'm I saying. Don't. Like, the, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not saying delight in your ability yeah. to do the posture. I'm saying oh. uh, the, the like the postures themselves, like just the sensations or the feelings of the postures, like right. having right, this. Right. You know, like I just I'm hesitant to say that one must, especially right as you put it, religiously avoid the postures that come. I, I for me, naturally. you know, for me. And and I just there was I just want to go back to something I just said because it's rather a major breakthrough and for me, it, which is delighting in that which does not cause it's a hard like 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 a virasana or a half virasana forward bender mm. soup to down mm. inclined. I'm just saying that for me the delight in the spiritual life as a whole is coming less from doing where my chops are awesome or at the and going into those places where it's just not awesome and and that there's a certain beauty that's come from that that's all it's like i uh, agree with you i agree with you and i'm i'm also yeah, i'm just also standing up for the other thing and i and i i have to say like i'm I, i'm also hesitant to say that that what as i did in my preamble about, you know yeah yeah no i'm just saying listen yeah. You said until you get to a point where you religiously stay away from the ones that are like that are your special poses or or feel good to you. I just I also wanted to leave out there that that may be something that you maintain forever. And I think it's interesting, right? Oh, I often think yes. when I want to say yes. that um, that I've reached somewhere in my spiritual practice that's different from where mm. I was yesterday. I often think to myself that it's important to me to point out that like I don't want to call that necessarily a progression upward because tomorrow I may be yeah. tomorrow my although upward progression may be always, back to the other one. Although although we are looking as you so if I if I may say so religiously do in your life for all the years I've <laughs> yeah. known if I it, for all the years I've known is to take seriously forms of measuring where one is at in yoga or meditation yes. or where one is at totally. and so totally. so I just I just wanted totally. to talk more as a, a friend to a friend is like it's such a profound breakthrough for me to sit down and pick the hardest bebop tune I instead agree. of practicing I agree. The, and that's why the preamble of like oh but we can't do that's all like with that's like an uh, that is evolutionary to me because i can't see any other way to get get to get better however i would moderate my statement by saying i do postures that come naturally moderately so i'm going to moderate the initial statement by religiously staying away i mean by uh, 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 not indulging there's a point at which 
my I just, yoga I practice. Do, I, I really do understand. I really, I believe that I do well, understand. Well, I'm trying, I, I, I'm not saying it so that you understand. I'm trying to understand by speaking about it. So <laughs> okay, okay, I'm just, okay. I just, ref, I just refined what I, I'm not saying this to like, try. I'm not thinking that you don't understand. I'm just simply refining my first position by saying, yes. I, I, I really, uh, like, I just yeah. don't spend much time in Baddha Konasana, but I do Baddha Konasana because one must, like you can't yes. do Vira, you have to. So I don't mean the, the, the cutting out of the posture altogether. It's just don't, for Kevin, don't indulge in the, in the pleasant sensation. This is Unless just. Unless eventually yeah. that becomes particularly appropriate again. And this is the point I want to make. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that I have to some extent gone back and forth in some of these things in my life. And I'm coming to a point in my life a little mm. bit, okay, mm. where mm. I'm appreciating that I need to go back a little bit to the feeling of some of the things in my life that uh, I'm, I'm good at, to the feeling of getting better at things that I'm good at. Because just, per mm. again, me, and that's what I'm saying about like, you know, to say going away from that is progress in general, as opposed to for me, and you didn't say it's true for everybody, right? I'm talking about my own process here now, you know, which is like, for example, a, a lot of things that I've done in my life that are not things that necessarily are, are things that I'm inclined towards or had some special aptitude towards, you know, like you said, mm. like opening a yoga studio, running a business, you know, mm. uh, uh, geez, retreat was this for me. Meditation is this for me. And meditation is not, I don't believe I'm naturally suited to meditation. I don't believe I was naturally suited to right. retreat. I, I don't, I think that these were things. Um, and, uh, and I also, I also have this affinity that I feel like I'm rediscovering personally, um, in my personal progression, right. Um, that like f whatever I spent all this time in a, and finally I moved to B before I discovered that, like, I really need to be working on a and, and B maybe on Thursday, you know, God forbid C or D that, um, I, uh, the things that I love to do that I'm good at, um, there is something about coming back for me to, to nurturing, to watering, you know, these, these gifts of grace that I, I have. And that those states of Xinjiang, you know, when I, it's hard for me to find right Xinjiang, right? This, you know, whatever t Tibetan word that has no great English translation, although flow state is not bad, right? Where you get so good at something that you have some unique capacity to lose yourself into the blissful state of doing it because of your practice at doing it over and over again. And that, especially because of one's practice of holding to the difficult yeah. while you're doing the practice. Mm. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's true. There's the, yeah. there's the, there's the shtick. There's the rub. Because to reach that mastery requires looking at the places where in fact I'm not. But yes, piano does this for me. But within the yeah. practice of piano, yes, yoga does this for me. And within yeah. the practice of yoga, well, then do we you know, apply Rainer Rilke's, you know, Rainer Maria Rilke, you know, advices to a young poet, which is, you want your way to be easy. You want Xinjiang, you want practices, hold to the difficult, uh -huh. my uh -huh. man, hold to the difficult. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. within that, just saying like, yeah, this is the thing that makes me happy, but, and how can I climb the wall yeah. more gracefully? How can I uh, drink the whiskey with greater awareness? How can I play the piano with a, you know, and what is it to hold to the difficult such that it almost becomes gloriously habitual? There's something almost like, okay, bring it, baby, like you do with very, very, well, almost like an esoteric uh, Buddhist knowledge, like very refined Buddhist knowledge. Give me a, 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 give me a proof I can't crack. Give me the hard, bring it. Oh, great. Like that kind of thirst where you're like, yeah, I'm good at this, but I'm not, right. I'm not going to sit still in some posture where, you know, and indulge, I guess it's yeah. like, there's something. I mean, that's so what, when you're in that state, I mean, it's not like, it's not like all cylinders <laughs> aren't firing. Well, yeah. And it's yeah. not like pulling teeth, you know, it's, it's neither <laughs> of those things. And that's what's so <laughs> radical about that state. And I think so yes. healthy about yes. that state is it's a state in which, right, and this is like 
fuck, this is like the holy grail of, of meditation practice or yoga or something or karma yoga or something or like, or the spiritual practice so of, here. Of, of the world to, that somehow, so, right, that we could reach this state wherein our engagement in the world is at 100% and all we're using all of our capacity and all of our faculties and and we want to do nothing more than like like that's what we're you know just yearning to do and we're giving it our all at the same time with no resistance and yet with comp- like total exertion yeah and so now here's where i want to arrive at something that is methodologically axiomatic, law-driven throughout what we would call practice or practice in all the religions of the world, which you just actually pointed to. So I'm going to push back against, well, you know, for me personally, I mean, you know, my path, my journey personally, for me personally, and where I was going and which Uh you did push back against was the methodologically axiomatic. And that is a danger. It's a danger not to buy into it and it's a danger to buy into it too much Uh because if Uh we're too axiomatic we don't attend to the micro level of self and we try to do you know full lotus and we we can't and then we hurt our knee Uh, we we take some well this is the form i'm supposed to do and then we're holding to some idol or some form but equally look for me it holds true across every human being and i'm just going to say it that unless we hold to the difficult Unless you're a reincarnation or some being who's already arrived and is here for the goodness of others and has arrived some at some illumined state, but for the rest of us, you know, folks, I don't really see any other way than the discipline whereby a person gains a habit that they hold to the difficult in a certain way. But how that evolves within each soul is so, I think what you're saying is so utterly peculiar and to be so utterly gentle and awake in that process. And I just appreciate, yeah, I appreciate the rub we're having in this, in this conversation, yeah, you know, cause right. it's, it's yeah. delicate. It's a, it's, it's a fine line that keeps us searching, you know, for that. It's so uh, much of- easier to speak in affirmations than negations in a way. And I think <laughs> that, um, <laughs> Yeah, to say, you know, if someone says don't do such and such a practice, like mm-hmm. I feel nervous in a way okay. that like, because um, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know, maybe you should or something. So I, I just like, you know, um, <laughs> Darn right. I, I don't know, maybe you should sometimes. And yeah, do the hard, do the hard, you know, do the hard. And I spent, I spent yeah, but damn, if I that spent, ain't the truth, I right? I feel like I've been going through a, a period in my life, right, for, for, yeah, I don't know. That's a whole other three question years. to talk with. It. Three Dude, years or I so. Admit, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe No, I don't know. Well, that's the funny thing. I was going to say that. And then I thought, no, nah, maybe it's more like seven. And then I'm like, oh, no, maybe it's more like 10 um, of really pushing myself on the things that are hard for me. And um, And I'm just now coming into a time where I'm like, you know, I think that I could use right now for my own personal mental health and, and probably physical health, um, spending a little more time on those things that, um, that just feel like naturally wonderful and beautiful me and are still exertions, you see, but like having, there's this, uh, there's this cute thing about, um, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, like about being too rounded a person that uh, my mom taught me this cute thing about how uh, the animals at the forest decide to, to create a, a university for all the animals in the forest. And, um, and all the, they're going to all learn all the disciplines and become more rounded animals. And then the, you know, the ducks are going to learn to climb trees and the squirrels are going to learn to swim. And the, but, um, but the ducks spend so much time, tr- you know, trying to learn to climb trees and it's so hard for them and they scratch up their little, they have, now they have a hard time. Now the ducks aren't even swimming so well because they're the webbing on their little, you know, feet are ripped up from mm-hmm. climbing trees. And, um, and, and I, you know, I don't know, a bunch of, you know, add your own creative metaphors here to whatever happens to the squirrels. But, um, <laughs> 
I don't remember. It was a long time ago. So if they but get I really like... wet and run out of the water quickly and then go back in and just don't dig it. <laughs> I'm not spending as much time doing some of the things that I love to do because I'm so bogged down and I'm not like, and I think a lot of the things, you know, I decided that I could make more space in my life to not just the things that I love to do, but like the things where I know how to benefit people, you know, like, you know, whatever, you know, not to sound, you know, like where I feel comfortable benefiting people, where I feel smooth or at ease being of service to the people around me. Um, and that mm-hmm. is just so important for my mm-hmm. personal sense of, of well-being of of health to understand my my role yeah exactly and um you know like what i'm going through right now you know after four years of working for a very wealthy man all you know and i had to almost it was just sort of my son my son's best bro and god like i couldn't Uh as soon as i involved the other people that were voices in the whole i would lose heart i'd had to just kind of during COVID, just essentialized down to the most, the, what is what is sacred labor and work and design and finishing this thing and like mm-hmm. squeeze it into this. Yeah, I. Yeah, right. And now to be able to be working for a Thai woman who's old and a and a man who's had cancer for twenty years and is so brave and lives with so much yeah. suffering and to be building a home and take and do it for half the pay. I feel like I'm getting paid honestly twice as much. And I have a reason to get into my truck and carry materials over a mountain into a, into a, you know, little nook by a stream in the woods. There's like some, there's some like these beautiful people, like I'm, I'm, I'm called to build their little 900 square foot cabin and the cabin's almost the excuse just for mm-hmm. us to just help mm-hmm. each other, you know, it just feels almost like yeah. a byproduct of, 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 of love or service or will be, or could be, or something like that. And it just ah, makes it totally. just on the, on the, on the thing of purpose, on the thing of your thing of totally pur- just feeling agree. this purposeful. Totally agree. And I need My that. I need to feel of use. I just need it. <laughs> I like to talk with people, you know, like that's what I like to do. Okay. Whether I'm teaching, whether it's one-on-one where, whether it's like I, I like to talk with people about meaningful things. Like that's what I, that's when I'm in my zone. That's when I feel comfortable, challenged, but comfortable, right? And, um, and I, I'm trying, listen, you know, I'm trying to spend more reliable time with, for example, you um, getting a chance to do, cause that's, I feel fulfilled doing that. Like, and I know like yeah. my role in that and it, but it's, one of the things I realized later about living in the spiritual community that, that you and I spent so much time in that um, we learned all these things and it was cool, the th- things we learned. And we, we learned a lot of techniques. We learned a lot of practices. We learned, but we learned especially this vernacular, right? This vocabulary that we all recognized. And there's this, um, there's this intimacy that comes from a shared vernacular that we know, I know exactly what I'm saying. You know exactly what I'm saying when I use this word. Maybe it's a technical English word. Maybe it's Tibetan, maybe it's Sanskrit, you know, maybe it's, but you know just what I mean. And I quickly jump off to the next, you know, and without having to fill in the blanks, you nod and we go to the next place. And it was about this. It was a, it's like, it's like, you know, fucking talismanic on some level beyond the conception of these ideas. It's like evoking the spell of our intimacy to share these conversations and understand with one another, to show you the inside of my heart, to leap faster and more deftly, more deeply into what's going on in my heart because we've created these technologies of little symbols, right? Little words that jump more steps into my heart with fewer strokes than I might otherwise have to spend with Indeed, and, and then always with the perspicacity of a Ben Kramer present to uh, 
be careful to avoid the myopic and solipsistic nature of a, a of a shared vernacular within a smallish tribe of people. So always letting the yeah. terms, the terms of engagement are always up for debate so that, yes, when yes. I say the word karma, well, now we have dived into our hearts, but sometimes in our hearts, we'll pull right back out to definition, my man. What is bodhicitta? What is the, oh, is it the, it's, it's the wish to become a Buddha for all beings. Oh, what does that mean then? Mm -hmm. What does it mean to wish? Is it, is it a form of desire? Uh, I, are, are we to give up desire? Oh, there's good desire. And, and so on, so on and so forth. And I just loved the way, and even with that effort, there was sometimes, a, there, there were other languages that perhaps atrophied or perhaps things that crept up on us that our particular vernacular was not capable of handling and thus got lost in the mix. So there's that, you know, um, uh, well, but yes, he got to step in and out of that world. I mean, and that's <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's the thing, you know. Is yeah, my that's the you thing, know, you know. <laughs> my client to the outside world was always to step back out, you know. And that's what yeah. you know, I, right? I think uh, right the time that I spent in that place, I always wanted to go and be a broader. You know, it was never to stay there, but also like. Yes. Now I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, on some level too far the and it, the other way. And it was really good for me <laughs> Quite. to have that time to engage and be totally immersed. And you see Darn. people in every field. I mean, just, just have yeah. a, you know, a, a, a customer service call with any company and listen to them throw acronyms at you. Or like there's some pieces of information. Quite. I'm going to have to fill out an SQR report on that, sir. You know, and like I, I know that's something you can say to the person in the cubicle next to you and they know what you mean, but like that's not really solving my problem right now. I have no idea. I don't know anything you're talking about. Don't do this to me. Right. And you see this, especially right. First flush you know, Dharma kids, you know, come in and then suddenly they're, you know, they're trying to convince their parents and their friends that they found the one true path and they're doing it all in Sanskrit, you know, and they're, you know, their friends and are of like, course, and of course, of course, you're, I feel like you're, you're talking about me. And of course, the extent to which I've done that on this podcast, is a, you know, like, <laughs> no, I would just like a little, little, little disclaimer, <laughs> like I, I, we do it. That's why we're so familiar with it. Uh, um, but I actually but, yeah, do feel I do. like I do. we do try like if it is, I I hope that it's not for the sake of pedantry or some kind of like you know false 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 motive, but but rather you know using that word because it's sort well, of well I used the word Xinjiang today and I tried to immediately point out you did. that it referred to something that and I tried to justify it immediately by saying there was no good English equivalent and you describe did. the closest ones I you know but I, I it did happen. And then and, I went to uh, practice to ease, which is the one we were first given in, 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 right, in our cl right. classes, you know, and it was just like, I won't even say it. <laughs> I just like decided yeah. not to. You know, right, yeah, like, okay. even practice ease. It's like, oh, yeah. how's your practice ease today? Like, even how you say that would change it. It's not like yeah. practiced it being easeful. It's practiced ease. What, well, yeah, what is, is it? <laughs> what, yeah. Like, Practice disease. I have practice disease. I'm not feeling so good today. Um, <laughs> what, what's he saying? He's got practice disease. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, and so of course you have to be able to. I just have to is a strong word. It is. It's so important and valuable to be able to step out of that vernacular. So I do. I do feel like I need some more space in my life for the things that I am fulfilled at more, you know, naturally. I mean, what's natural? I mean, this is right. We could all and do argue about the things that we call natural gifts and whether they are trained, but we train them at earlier points in our life and didn't notice when we were training them. Um, yeah. And, uh, or don't remember when we were training them, but the things that I have this, aptitude natural or otherwise uh towards now they allow me to jump to deeper places sometimes with myself with other people and i have felt starved of that for a little while and it felt heroic to me in some sense right to say 
I'm going to step up and do these things that are hard for me because they're hard for me and it's going to make me rounded. And, and in the end, there's something about the way the, the blood flows through the, the liver or something when you're doing these things that you have this deafness at, that you have this practiced ability at, um, that I think is amazing for your precious little liver to get that blood flow, that if you don't get that flow, um, I, yeah, I feel a little bit starved of that. Like there are vital organs of mine that have been a little bit starved of that regular blood flow, like singing, like singing. I just don't, I don't sing much. And there's this thing, right? You and I have talked about, about what, what this, what vibrates, what is the medicine that is touched you know, the medicine that touches this, this body in this way, only through singing that, you know, that I don't know what vibrates water, like some, it just, again, it sounds like, you know, we've talked about it before. It sounds like some hippie abstraction that to say, you know, whatever my, the, the, the voice resonates through my body and that something about that frequency vibrated, meaning my body does something that's like a massage everywhere in my body. And it sounds abstract and, and ethereal and almost nonsensical. And I just, I think it, I think it's just true. I, I think it's just true, you know? Yeah. Um, that music yeah, and, the, has and that that, ability. It really does, and I, 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 and and again to bring it back to the one of the main themes, it, it, as I, you know, grow in the practice of say something like piano, or the reading and writing of theology, or. Um, being a husband, um, it seems to me that 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 the if I'm seeking the self in the practiced ease, if I'm looking, if my intention isn't permeated with bodhicitta, with some sort of wish to, if it if it ends solely in the self. In a in a in a in a way, it can feel good, but it doesn't have the staying power. Like I won't hold to the difficult if there isn't a basic ease that comes with doing it. With this uh, praying to understand what it means to have a greater intention as one is doing specific acts of kindness throughout out the day. What is the connection between? the understanding and the how do we push the abstract and abstract notion of becoming a happy person so that we can better serve others a kind of how does that pushed into the bones how is that how how does that work and um because yeah it, it's easy when one is doing things that are come naturally if you will or, or were learned and became what we label as natural or an, an inherent gift that wasn't really inherent, but was a, a matter of a circumstance and mothers and fathers and schooling and places and this whole, this whole cocktail of potential causes for why we feel so easeful in this particular practice. Mm. To, 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 to engage in it with some sort of lightly held teleology, some sort of noetic, some sort of transcendent wish some sort of infinite thing and, and that that actually pushes me hopefully more into the specific that it's 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 it's, it's a movement in it's in in two directions or it's like multi-direction unifying purpose yeah like without that being some it, without it feeling like a straitjacket like some doctrinal like mm -hmm. you know commandment or insisted but more of a invitation more of a mm -hmm. just 
And, and, and I just, it's interesting because I don't find the harder quote, sticking to what is difficult and what I find naturally easeful so that I get better at being easeful in the thing that I'm naturally easeful at. Doing that is very, very hard to sustain for me if I don't understand why. Yeah. Why yeah. I'm engaging in it, Ben. And that's where you come in. And that's where these conversations come in. And that's why it's so beautiful to, 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 um, to talk with each other. And I feel like I'm winding things up. <laughs> I can yeah. sense it. Um, um, well, that was such a big gift to me about, you know, I always liked to blah, blah, but, um, hmm. you know, as much as I, but I, I, I was given a way to use it as a tool yeah. in, a, in a whole other way in the community that we lived in. And, and I, as I think we've talked about recently, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to realize more about, yeah, the legitimacy of the thing that I've been doing as a spiritual practice for so long as a spiritual practice. Like, I don't feel like I... I'm going back and I'm looking at the thing that I did as a spiritual practice and, and the, the way that I treated it as an aside or as an addendum or as like not the main practice, like the main practice should be yoga or the main practice should be meditation. But like, That's also wonderful. I really like to talk about it with people and it's like, Oh shit, that was my main practice. And that's yeah. good. And like, I just like to spend some time, like letting that be my main practice of yeah. it where I don't act like it shouldn't be. And then bursting the bounds of main practice and say, well, what's your main practice right now? I'm doing the dishes. My main practice right now is walking with Ezra to the beautiful sand pit and looking at the mountains and holding his hands, smelling the azaleas. And my main practice right now is caring for my wife and my main practice right now. You know, it's like, yeah, your main practice. But that beautiful, and, and it's been a subject, right, for us, that yeah. that has really helped me, like because while I haven't yes. said it, yes, that practice you're talking about, which is talking to others about deep things in a sustained way, it, yeah. it, it's my main practice. It yeah, is. Right. I do it yeah. more than I I play the piano. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So yeah. I just I don't I, I do. And in yeah. fact, I probably enjoy it equally. And maybe, and I just said, and that's kind of silly to say, because sometimes I would enjoy one more than the other, but, um, yeah. um, yeah. but, um, right. So I, I yeah, thank right. you for the, for the, yeah. It's a I'm, beautiful uh, practice. It's a very beautiful practice. And it's called then, you know, Sobet in Sufism. Oh, it's, Sobet? Yes. So S O H B E T. It's, it's, it's like, um, a spiritual conversation. And sometimes it can happen over days, and sometimes it takes the form of many, many words in the first day, and the less words, and then there's maybe a sentence, and then they go into some sort of Xinjiang, some practice. And we ease. know, you know, we know that's a motive of Krishna, right? With, Come on, with Arjuna, you know, by the river, you Do know, they like hanging talking? out. Come you know. on, <laughs> come on, you know, we know that's, you know. Um, it's we know this is a face of God. Do the disciples like talking on the road road to Emmaus uh, when Jesus shows up and they don't know it's Jesus and Jesus is like hitting all these Isaiah and the Psalms and all the Torah and he's like and, and the and the two disciples are like isn't our heart aglow with the fire of love for wisdom and and they're just and then they realize after with the breaking of the bread later that they're like oh my gosh it's Jesus that was Jesus because he they didn't recognize his form on the road to Emmaus. They just thought, don't you know what just happened? You know, Jesus was crucified. And he's like, no, you tell me about it. You know, it's like they get into yeah. it. And boy, there's, there's a lot of conversation that goes on. And uh, alas, it's not recorded. But um, the implication is they talked, you know, on the, on, on the road for, yeah. for hours and hours. And their, their hearts were aflame with, with the love of wisdom. Very beautiful. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I hadn't, I don't know. I didn't, it's funny, you know, like you wouldn't think, I mean, I, I had this Avenue right on whatever Tuesdays and Thursdays in the desert where it was, um, where I was allowed to consider it practice or something, but I still, you'd, 
Oh, I don't, knowing me, yeah. you wouldn't necessarily be surprised at how neurotic I was about it, but, but other people <laughs> might be surprised at how neurotic I was about it. <laughs> um, about, you know, justifying, yeah, this, you know, what, what can or can't be a main practice or a main spiritual practice. And, and look, you know, uh, to say, you know, your main spiritual practice is, you know, is chopping wood right now, you know? Yeah. Wonderful. I mean, that's, you know, that is, that's not the point you're making. (laughs) No, it's not, but I mean, please, (laughs) you know, to say my main spiritual practice is being wholly engaged in every moment, you know, like, great. So, so so, right. Yeah. yeah, One of the things that allows you to do that is, you know, spending a, I think a healthy amount of time probably every day or regularly enough enough at the things that help you to feel wholly engaged so that you practice the art. I'm sorry for making this so mechanistic, but you know, so that you practice the art so that you practice the sensation of feeling wholly engaged in what you're doing in the moment. And that will help you. The more you feel it in a day, the more you have access to familiarity with that feeling that perhaps you could smuggle into doing the dishes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And, and hopefully really can, um, you know, um, yeah, you know, the, there's just a freedom in giving up even the notion of a main practice potentially maybe, maybe, and um, and, and, <laughs> I just feel um, this suddenly like urge to accuse you of maybe of, of just of saying that of that or accuse that of then being the main practice or something. Yeah, no, um, it, like uh, yeah, well, in, in in a certain way, in the sense of like this notion of of of, of surrender and faith to God, who's holding me in love in every moment, such that such that I'm 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 aware of a relationship of love through the through the the beings that are you know, around me to take care of and be taken care of by and to serve and be served and, 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 and just so that, so that it's like a, an even, it's like a, it's like a, a it could be like maybe like an equanimous joy almost in whatever being obedient to whatever is being sent and finding freedom yes. within that apparent obedience. Yes. It's, it, it, yes. uh, but um, yeah. Yeah, would be would be would be my main practice, I guess. That is, yeah, that is my, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's also <laughs> a kind of um, it, gosh, it's you know, it's so much easier said than done. And oh, I don't do a, it. That's why it's I, a practice. <laughs> well, but I know. I mean, that's what's like sort of this delightful. There's a funny little irony. Okay, um, uh, one of the many Lurking. funny ironies about our relationship. And our philosophical relationship and our practitional relationship or whatever the shit. Um, And, um, and uh, it's that like, are in some ways, yeah, right. In some (laughs) ways, our paths ostensibly diverged around the problem of perfection. And one of the things, okay, um, is the, the, awesome and perhaps distasteful right <laughs> burden of of an aspiration for a state that like it it would be reasonable to say um is quite simply unattainable and unreasonable for a mortal to ask and um and then i you know i'm 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 cautiously sort of leaving the door open to that, but also I find that I am also often the one sometimes in our conversations defensive of the the helpless imperfection of of our humanity. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll always that, take a dialectic tack given the nature of your mind. So, well, if, that's if true. I also, one, if I lean I on just, one side, you'll want to create balance on the other. And if I lean one way too hard, you want to, and, and vice versa, I do the same right, thing. Right. That's true. We do do that, you know, but I, I guess, you know, but from the bottom of my heart, I mean, it's not, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not, not sophistic from the bottom of my heart. Not, I mean. <laughs> it's at least not purely sophistic. Um, <laughs> good, good, good. In, good. in that I do, um, I just, I have this, 
I have a greater compassion for myself now than I did. And that's taken me a hard, a long time to come to. And, and thank God I have a greater compassion for myself now than I, than I use. I, 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 I can't, I can't do it. Oh, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not there. I just have moments when I just feel weak and out of touch and I, and I need to, I, I need to find a good balance of the things I agree. that I, agree. I just can do because I just can do them and, and then pepper them with the things, you know, I don't know which should be the pepper and which should be the, be the, the yes, quite. I don't know. I don't know which should be which, and it probably varies from day to day, yes. but, um, and along those lines, St. Benedict leaves us right where you are, the, who wrote the common rule for basically all things that happen monastic for nuns and monks from the you know years that he wrote in the 400s. It's, it's the rule that covers like all of Christian monasticism and or it touches much of it or the majority of it. Um, and it's... And, and then Merton's Merton gives some commentary, and based on something Merton said, off of something Saint Benedict said within that tradition, it's like, look, look, look. If you were shoveling sheep manure, and you had two hours of shoveling, and you didn't think of God once, it's okay. Well, you yeah. did you get lost in the work? Oh, were you not in aware of bodhicitta? Oh, come now, 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 monk, you are tuning the instrument far too tight. Relax. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And I just mm -hmm. feel you making this very sane plea. And I I feel like that that cannot kind of we can't be reminded of that too much in a culture that is somewhat now want it yesterday, pushy, pushy towards ourselves potentially, mm -hmm. hard on ourselves, suffering mm -hmm. from a low self-esteem that might be at heights that perhaps a lot of humanity hasn't dealt with. We're dealing with different kinds of obstacles now and levels of anxiety, maybe, maybe, maybe not, maybe it's the same, but suffice to say, come now. The monk, you know, comes to confession is like, I shoveled sheep shit for three hours. I didn't think of God once that I didn't do one Hail Mary. Oh my gosh, you're in, relax. The, 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 we the both abbot, reside you know. within yeah. these traditions yes. wherein we are encouraged to compare ourselves to beings whose behavior <laughs> is so above reproach as to seem symbolic as and more than historical figures to seem that I don't hey, not make a graphic position on that. Right. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and so, and it's cruel sometimes the don't, way I that so we hold ourselves to the standard. Right. I agree. And, and at the same time, there is this beauty in, in the, the tension art of not setting an absolute, yeah. upper limit on how much I'm willing to dream of asking of myself. Oh, oh, oh gosh. And, and now we're getting in the, the, you know, it's into the tuning of the instrument. It's the, mm -hmm. it's like, then we're getting into this tone because underneath all the colors and shapes, the notes in the band, it's the tone and the tone is created by the why. And if there's just this, even if, bodhicitta is tapped into this ultimate goal is just kind of you know oh well you did three hours of shit shoveling but boy did you take that and offer it at the end that was beautiful <laughs> that was really beautiful you forgot about yourself the sheep shit and god maybe that's exactly what god wanted maybe it's just what yes. your soul needed <laughs> you know who the hell knows you know and, yeah. and just this lightness of being around even the notions of perfection because how would such a clearly impoverished soul as my own be able to come up with clear notions of perfection? There's a certain, um, I take consolation in that. That's yeah. not like a woe is me moment. That's like a, oh, wow, this is going to be hard for like all of us. And yes. to hold out impossible ideals could be damaging if I do it in a, yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 I have been a, f a fool around that, a novice, a neophyte, and I don't. I, I think I I probably still do it in many ways, unconscious to my own heart and mind, and 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 lay it on others too, which is 
which is pretty rough too. lay that sort of idea, like, why aren't you kind of going for that? Or all the things that can stem from a, a bar that's just too high or weights that just are going to tear your mind. You're just going to spiritually tear yourself apart, Kev. And I have done that. I have tweaked myself that way. And, um, for sure. And I, I struggle because I, I, I have come to be, like I said, more compassionate with myself about it and mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, much tempered my expectations of myself. But, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I also have a vow, um, which, um, which, which tells me to never think, how could someone like me ever ever achieve such a thing you know to think that i could never and uh and that i think that it's it's fair for anyone who doesn't have that vow or has a different relationship with that vow to to question that principle but i i i i have this commitment to to always uh leave this door open to perfection which is a very confusing door to have open it Um, is and, and uh, indeed, that, uh, fortunately, equivocation is always possible along the nature of perfection. Yeah. And 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 in and in, in, in terms of rabbinic hermeneutics, in terms of Torah, in terms of the Christian life, that vow is inscribed upon the tablet of the human heart by God, herself, Himself, itself. Godding is that vow is is given to us as a gift. That vow is not the purview of simply a being who has that vow. It is tied up in our very created nature. It is instilled in us by the love of our creator, that very vow. So that's an interesting, it's in the very nature of being to have the notion of beatitude. The very wish for the perfection that is God is a wish that God put in creatures' hearts made by the love of that God who made those beings. It's, it, it is in our DNA. It is in our noetic DNA. There is a transcendent DNA, I believe, that is shared in Revelation that, that seems to be part and parcel of every single human being that is ever born. Uh, I do believe that to be so. To, right. To aspire to be something more... Yeah, I, is know, what it I'm is not... to be. You know, you know, you know you'll see a, fa- a Christian father be like, a rock simply gives glory to rockness. And a rock <laughs> can only be but a rock. A tree just spreads her branches and reaches towards the sky and is the perfection of tree and treeness and all that is that tree specifically and all yeah. trees that can be. Yay for trees. But God gives us choice. We can choose to be a loving human being or a hateful one in any moment. The God gives us this wiggle room called free will. And it's what separates us from any creature that doesn't have free will. And let's be modern about this. Do we know that a squid or a whale or a dolphin does not have free will or a dog? We do not. Let's say those beings who appear to this being to have free will those beings are in a very unique position. And I believe that position is why Buddhism exists, Taoism exists, all the paths exist because we're dealing with this question of what is the good and what is it to choose? Yeah. What is it to distinguish? Abhidharma Koshaville, right? In, in, yes. in, our, in our shared lineage. I don't um, know that my cat aspires to be human per se, but at least no, no, not human. member but, of the family with, but, but, with complete <laughs> access rights over things like doorways and food. Um, I guess we ought to go. Uh, I love you, dude. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Yep. It's wonderful to spend you're time very, with you. Very, very, you, you, I, I, I look forward to seeing you in person. And uh, yeah, I love you for yeah, thank you for too. encouraging us to do this together. It doesn't matter if nobody has to hear that every week. I just I, ch- I cherish <laughs> totally. it. It really doesn't. Agreed. I just cherish no, it, really and doesn't. I'm glad we have this for our children and grandchildren. If if if, yeah. if that all, if that be all it is, I'm just really 
and ourselves. Yeah, so. well, maybe I'm, I'm going to listen to it when I'm eating applesauce in bed or something, you know, uh, yeah, 40 I've, years I've listened from now. To, Should yeah, I yeah, be so yeah. lucky? Oh, no kidding, right? It's like a little time capsule. And <laughs> oh, we'll laugh come on. and be like, what a, what a, bunch, of, what a bunch of maroons. <laughs> <laughs> that was the word that was coming to my mind as well. Yeah, totally. <laughs> anyway, on that note, see you, buddy maroon. <laughs> okay. All right. Talk to you soon. Love you, dude. Bye.